This week on Erotic Awakening, is part-time power exchange real power exchange? Travel time and last word on doormats. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Patreon supporters receive a free version of the audiobook Polyamory Toolkit as well as ad-free early access to the podcast, free ebooks, exclusive chat, and other content. Check out all the options at eroticawakening.com. Thank you to all of our supporters and our newest supporters, Sim and Tara. Thanks, guys. Normally at this part of the podcast, I would be saying, hi, Dan. Well, I would be saying, hi, Dawn. And Dawn would say, hi, Dan. But today I am flying solo. Dawn is off on a retreat, and we will see if she wants to talk about that next week. So you've got me alone this time around. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I happen to be in a variety of power exchange relationships. Obviously, Dawn and I have been together for 20 years plus in a full-time power exchange relationship. And when I say full-time, I mean everything that she does is potentially under my control. 24-7, I have the right to impact her, anything that she does in her life. Now, does it mean that I micromanage? I don't. That would be boring. And it would be stifling. Dawn, actually, this very re- weekend, she is off to a retreat that I would never, as her leader, say, hey, go do this thing. She's doing it because it benefits her. I don't get in the way. Sure, you could say I give her permission, but the reality is I just don't get in the way. I don't I am not attached to whether she goes or not. She made sure that I have plenty of food here at the house and things to do if I wanted to. And I said, good. Go do your thing. Have fun. The other relationships I have in my life are part-time power exchange. Some of them are actually part are non-power exchange, but I want to talk specifically about the part-time power exchange ones and, and the one that I have specifically right now. You've probably heard me on the show before mentioned T. I don't know if we use her name on the show or not yet, so we'll go ahead and call her T. And T and I at uh, the next Kinky College in March, which is about a month away from when I'm recording this, we'll be celebrating our one-year collaring anniversary. Our relationship uh, is owner-pet. That's at least the common usage. It's more complex than that. Um, She has many submissive aspects to our relationship as well. But I'm not going to get into the definition too much. I am going to point out that it is a part-time power exchange relationship. Not only are we long distance, she also has her own dominance of 20 years. And he is the primary dominance in that relationship, meaning that he gets veto power. He actually gives me the rights to anything that I have the right to with T. When T is in, because we're long distance, when T is with me, I actually have 100% rights to do whatever I want with her, with the exception of some limitations around her job, around her family, around her children, around her education, around what she eats. I have no rights on what she does and does not eat. Other various health things. So although I consider it a power exchange relationship, it absolutely has limitations, it has boundaries, And it is also part-time, meaning that if she is off with her primary dominant, 
she is no longer under my leadership. And if he says, go do this and that, she doesn't check in with me. She just goes and does what he says. In the past, I would have been and have said, I am a little more resistant to the idea that a part-time power exchange is a real power exchange relationship or that a long distance power exchange relationship is a real power exchange relationship. And as we get older and wiser and start to experience more things, I think that our eyes are opened to the opportunities and the possibilities of these kinds of relationships and how they work. And that's the challenge that I had in the past is I didn't understand how they could work. I simply assumed they couldn't work because I couldn't fathom how you can consider a long distance relationship, a full time real power exchange relationship. When you don't wake up next to the person, when you could basically not log in and not go online to not have to interact with that person, if that was your choice, all kinds of things like that. It wasn't until I began to explore these long distance power exchange relationships that they made more sense to me and that I got to perceive how it is that they actually work. Same with what we're talking about today is these part time power exchange relationships. I was under the impression it was either all or nothing. You either were in control of somebody or you were not. And over time, I have developed and had, with the exception of very few of my power exchange relationships, most of them have been what I will consider part time. Most of them have been with people that do not live with me. They've got their own life. They've got careers. They've perhaps they're married to someone or they have children or all kinds of things that I was simply not a part of. Uh, my beloved bat, who was probably the second length of time in my collar than anyone else. Still, uh, as many things as I had rights and responsibilities toward the her career was almost off limits and her child rearing was also off limits. Now, when I say her career was almost off limits, it was to the point where if I saw something very unhealthy, then I would speak up. But other than that, it was 100% her right and responsibility to run her career as she wanted to. No different than with her uh, child. It was completely her right, her responsibility to manage that relationship any way that she wanted to. And yet we still had a full, deep, committed power exchange relationship. Those limitations did not limit the extent, the depth of who we were to each other. It's kind of positive for you as a leader as well, because it simply gives you less things that you have to manage. Believe it or not, I used to think that that was a negative about a part-time power exchange relationship is that I didn't get to manage all of it. Now I actually see a great advantage to the fact that with T I don't have to manage her dieting or what she eats. I don't have to manage her relationship with her children or her job or a variety of other level things that it doesn't benefit her or me for me to stick my nose into, you know, for example, one of her children is already 17 years old. It would, I'd, I've known her T for a year. It would be foolish of me to step in at this point and say, Hey, you should be raising your child this way instead of that way. That doesn't mean 
I don't have a voice. It doesn't mean I won't speak up if I have a question or if I have an opinion, but I don't have that right to decide. And she has that right to say, thank you, sir, for your opinion, but it's unneeded, unwarranted and unnecessary. The key to the part-time power exchange is no different than the key to a full-time power exchange is it's understand those expectations right out the gate. And for myself, I like to write them down so that it is very clear so that if I forget eight, nine months down the road and I tell T, hey, let's go have sushi tonight. And she says, ah, sushi, I can't eat sushi. I, you know, I'm not, if I say, quiet submissive quiet pet you'll eat what i tell you to eat maybe you'll enjoy sushi let's find out you know she has that response <clears throat> it that way had i forgotten that i don't have that right to order that she can she has very clear sir with all the respect according to our documentation you do not have the right to tell me what to eat now granted she can just remind me of that she doesn't have to refer to documentation but it just gives it more gravitas more permanence to go through that process together and write these things down you know and in the case of anyone that i meet now chances are it has to be a part-time power exchange relationship because Don and I live on the road. We are full-time RVers. So there's very rarely do we sit anywhere for more than a couple of weeks. So anyone that I get in a relationship has to already have a foundation of a relationship, a foundation of a life already. They've already got to have some level of their shit together. Right? So I'm and I can't run somebody as a power exchange leader from a distance especially somebody I don't know well, unless I've already got a feel for who they are, what they're doing. Some people don't do it that way. Some people do run full-time power exchange relationships with people in long distance relationships. But at this point, I seem to get into relationships with people that already have relationships going. So it doesn't make sense for me to take that leadership, take over your whole life role. So there you go. Dawn, what do you think about this? Maybe she'll pipe in next week. Speaking of being in that RV, speaking of that RV lifestyle, it's a good thing that our house has wheels because we have upcoming events that you can come see us and say hi and drink coffee with us in California, Texas, Toronto, Detroit, Pennsylvania, Maryland. And that's just what we've got in the next couple of months. You can keep up with our events, book news, discounts, and more via the Erotic Waking newsletter and get your EA shout-out, like this big old list of people who did. Crystal in Alabama, RNM in Ohio, Danny in Arizona, Lisa in Virginia, Amber in Ohio, Samantha in Massachusetts, Mr. Domina in Arizona, Christy in Pennsylvania, and Sophia in Toronto. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. So the only other thing I'm going to share with you guys today is um, we have done two podcasts now on this idea of as your submissive, a doormat and being a doormat. And our first episode, we were like, oh, you know, we don't want people to be doormats. And then our second episode, uh, Kevin and Katie joined us and they shared a different perspective on this. 
Um, and we've got some feedback that I want to share with you guys really quickly. The first is from Miss P. Um, she said she was touched by our submissive versus dominant versus doormat episode and wanted to respond. Um, oh, and actually she says we can use her name on the podcast and it is Miss Pirate. Um, so what she shared with us was that she doesn't actually want anyone to be a doormat. They want um, that the girls that are hers are hers because she likes them and who they are and that they're smart, wise, witty, have sunny personalities and other. She likes their insights and their experiences. And for her, the bottom line is that she feels that doormats are boring and they would take too much work. She says, give me an interesting slave anytime. But then we, I got some other feedback, and this actually came from T, and a friend of hers were talking. And they said uh, they get what Kevin and Katie were saying, that people can be stools and furnitures and ashtrays. Why can't they be doormats? And for that matter, those doormats sometimes have things that mean something positive on them. Literal doormats are the first impression of a home. They prepare you for the transition from the outside to someone's intimate space. I really like that. Um, so that doms like their subs to represent them in a positive light. So sometimes that positive light is that first impression, is that doormat. So thank you to everybody who commented. Uh, I like the hearing everybody's input and we always appreciate that on the podcast feel free to reach out to us at dan and dawn at eroticawakening.com anytime you've got podcast we are happy to share it with everyone dawn did get some tentacles but i will save her those for next week uh let her talk about them but i will say thank you to sasquatch who sent me a Delicious looking chocolate and sprinkle boobs. And that's it. There's the show for this week. Don will be back next week. So things are back to normal until then. Take a moment to support the podcast. I rate us on a podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen, or just tell your friends, feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. You can find us on FetLife as Dan and Dawn. And we are Erotic Awakening on Instagram. You can use the links on the Erotic Awakening website for Facebook and Discord. Or, as always, email us at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com.